So welcome to the Post-Purchase Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Hart, uh, Seth Stevens. My co-host is playing sick today, taking care of some family things. And I tell you what, we have a very, very special guest for you today, a gentleman all the way from Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam, uh, my third favorite Southeast Asian city. But John's vast experience owning and overseeing millions in sales on Amazon through his own brands, led him to found his full-service Amazon agency, becoming a premier Amazon channel management provider for brands to scale fast with a supportive team around them. John's deep understanding of the Amazon seller experience led to developing the concept, which is now known as Seller Candy, providing the expert virtual assistant experience delivered as a service. Seller Candy is now taking care of the operations of hundreds of Amazon accounts all over the world, and offers a huge menu of operational support items. Please welcome to the show the the one, the only, John Cavendish from Seller Candy. John, welcome to the Post-Purchase Podcast. Sure. Thank you for having me, and what an amazing introduction. And my head looks looks very, very big on this screen if you're, uh, if you're watching live. <laughs> well, it looks fine for me, and I'm watching live, John. So uh, welcome. This has been a long time coming. I know Seth and I have been excited to interview you. Unfortunately, Seth is not going to make it here, like I said. And as always, the Post-Purchase Podcast is still sponsored by our folks over at Gatita, our friends. Uh, Gatita Yoni Mazor, I'm sure you know. Maximum refunds, data-driven. I love that. So, John, I was reading through the notes before the show, and uh, actually you wrote a couple of, uh, of funny things about yourself. But the one thing that comes to mind, I want to grab people's attention here, because as I understand right now, as we record this, you are at a Tony Robbins event, right? So why, what makes you a raving Tony Robbins fan, John? A raving Tony Robbins fan. Um, yeah, so it's literally Date with Destiny, which is their big event. You know, the uh, I Am Not Your Guru, the thing off Netflix, <laughs> their main event. Um, it starts right now, like in 10 minutes from now um, in EST, but it's virtual and in person. So I'm serving virtually from Vietnam on the leadership team. Um, why I'm a big fan is because it changed my life. You know, I went there four and a half years ago just to a UPW, their first event, just because I saw, saw it on Facebook and I was like, all right, let's go and check that out. Uh, took some of my entrepreneur friends, went there. We were like, wow, all right, this stuff works. Let's buy it. And we bought the ticket. We went to all of the programs, like flew around the world. I did it in you know, Vegas and Australia and a few other places. And um, yeah, changed my life. I signed up to the leadership team and uh, never looked back since. Oh, sweet. Well, you know, I personally have never been exposed to one of the Tony Robbins events. It is on my uh, bucket list, something to do. Just haven't really had the opportunity to to seize it. So it looks like when I do, I'm probably going to be a, a raving fan myself. But I shared with you before we started to broadcast that I accidentally found myself on a on a jet with uh, with Jarek Robbins. Um, and I thought to myself, I thought, man, that guy looks a lot like Tony Robbins, but I've just kept to myself But him and his wife, I believe her name was Amanda, were on their way to do an event in Miami. So we had a nice conversation. He even shared a book with me. So, uh, definitely I'm going to jump into that a little bit more. Seth, I wish Seth was here, John, cause Seth has been a, uh, Tony Robbins fan for years. He got all kinds of nicknames for him and everything. So I was reading through your pre-interview question and you were uh, self-described as being good at spotting opportunities. So obviously Tony Robbins was a good opportunity for you, for your personal and your business growth. What makes you so good? Do you believe at spotting opportunities, John? Oh, I don't know. I didn't know that I'd put that. 
Um, <laughs> I don't think I'm I'm particularly amazing at spotting opportunities. I think that I'm always good at I'm being always good at collecting connecting the dots and just going for it. You know, seeing an opportunity and just trying it and seeing if it works and saying like drives my wife crazy because whenever she shares something with me, I'm like, all right, let's just try it for a month and see. And she's like, no, I just wanted you to listen. And I was like, and uh, yeah, that's what drives her crazy about me. Yeah, I want to try something, see if we get results, and then um, keep it or or bin it. I think she'll get along well with uh, my wife because I drive my wife crazy too. <laughs> and my business partner, Seth, he'll come up with an idea. Next thing you know, the next morning I'm implementing. He said, what are you doing? It's hmm. like, hey, it's a great idea. Let's try it. <laughs> so a lot of people, you know, when I, when I go uh, back to my graduating class, I'll say, well, you know, how do you do this? And how do you do that? And what makes you so good? And how did you learn all this stuff? And I said, look, in my entrepreneurial career, which is about 30 years now, it's simple. I try stuff. And if it works, I just do more of it. <laughs> and if it doesn't work, then I move on to other stuff. So I love that about you. The entrepreneurial ADD, um, I have mm-hmm. it myself. I don't, I'm not really diagnosed with ADD, but I know that I have that shiny object syndrome. So it's, you know, I try to stay in my lane about 90% of the time, but I'm always dabbling. You know, the, the grass may not necessarily be greener on the other side, mm-hmm. right, John? But it's nice to dabble and, and, and get exposure in those other areas. So who was John Cavendish before Seller Candy and before this amazing Amazon agency? Before Seller Candy, um, before this agency, before I was a seller. So I started selling in 2014. Uh, I was an engineer. You know, I studied engineering at uh, at university at, at school in the U.S. terms. Uh, did that for a few years and realized that I was a not a very good employee. Um, I was okay. You know, I could output, I could come up with ideas, but I was not satisfied and not fulfilled with it. So I went consulting. I turned it into like a, you know selling your time for money, doing the same thing. So I tripled my salary overnight because I thought money would make me more happy. And yeah, that didn't work either. So I used that money to start an e-commerce business. And um, actually, I moved to Asia thinking, this is just a longer story, that if I could make $2,000 a month, I would be able to live and have an amazing life and, um, yeah, live the life I wanted to live. Um, and then, obviously, you hate more goals, more income goals, bigger business, more employees, and, you know, just progress, isn't it? Progress equals happiness, as yes. Tony Robbins says. Is that a Tony Robbins? Okay. So um, I didn't quite catch you jumping on the trampoline over there yet, but um, I understand the uh, the benefit of I getting your heart this. rate up in the morning, getting the blood flowing. So maybe we can talk about that when we get through all this boring business stuff. So in your opinion, um, John, and I know you work with a lot of Amazon sellers, Seth and I have a community of over 72,000 sellers. So what are the things in, in your opinion, where do most sellers out there, what are they getting wrong in your opinion? Um, I wouldn't say that people are getting a lot of things wrong. It's that for a lot of sellers, it's their first business. So, you know, when you start your first business, you, well, this is just my, my hallucination. My experience is, you know, you don't want to invest. You don't want to spend too much money on, on services and things like that. And you try and do everything yourself. I mean, that was me when I started out doing this stuff. Um, and then the more, I, more businesses I've run, the more people I've employed, the more team members I've had, the more I realized, like, I am willing to pay to have good support, good people, good systems. So I think the biggest mistake people make is trying to do everything themselves and trying to do all the little bits that drive you absolutely insane yourself. When reality is you could pay someone a few dollars an hour to do these things majority of the time. Okay. Well, well said. So um, that kind of answers my next question about Mm 
a major blind spot that you're seeing for a lot of Amazon sellers. And I, and I think I agree with you. Most of the sellers that are entering this space are first time entrepreneurs. And, you know, it took me a long time to figure that out when I would go to events, John, and I'm talking about basic fundamental marketing and business practices. And people are just, uh, they're blown away by the concept. I'm like, wait a second, is this your first business? Yes. This is the first time I've had my own business. So, um, what can you uh, what can you say about that and these blind spots that we see that can easily be avoided? Yeah, I mean, as you said, um, basic business principles and practices, which a lot of people are talking about now. There's some really good podcasts where people are talking about that stuff, you know, such as yourselves or Norm. Norm's really good at, you know, he's a really good entrepreneur and talks about business practices and systems. You're talking about um, Norm Ferrar? Norm Ferrar, yeah. Okay. The beardy guy. Yes, I'm going for it. Norm. I'm just not quite there yet. <laughs> and um, you're not white enough yet. <laughs> It'll be a, a white few more years. <laughs> a few more years. Um, so yeah, I mean, have a plan. I mean, I think that's the biggest one. Have a plan. What are you doing? What's this month? Next month? Uh, do you have spreadsheets? Do you actually understand that if you're going to order and launch this product, that it's going to require this much additional cash at some point to continue to grow the product? So once you've got some initial success, do some planning. Sit down with someone who understands what they're doing. And, um, yeah, make sure that you, your business is viable long-term because majority of people, not the majority, but one of the big issues people have is running out of cash. So, um, make sure you've got enough cash. <laughs> make sure you got enough cash. Yes. You got to be funded. Right. And sometimes our mm -hmm. appetite for growth and technology and, and product launches is a little bit bigger than our budget. So we have to make sure that we, we feed those, uh, stallions, those, those winning mm -hmm. products and those winning business ideas and starve the ponies quickly. Right. So, um, I want to know now, uh, I was reading through your, your bio there, and uh, obviously you created Seller Candy, which is amazing, but I want you to tell me a little bit about your agency. You're working with hundreds of Amazon sellers all over the world. Uh, what are you doing? Who, who, who is, what is your agency? Where are you and how do you guys work? Uh, no, thank you. So, I mean, what Seller Candy is, it's the culmination of my frustration and a few different businesses that I've run until I got into the business I wanted to run and the model I wanted to run. Um, so we started out, you know, I started out as a seller, you know, made all the mistakes I just told you about, <laughs> didn't outsource anything, waste a load of money, didn't run out of cash actually, but didn't, didn't reinvest the cash in the right way. Cause I would have made a lot more money in my first business if I hadn't, if I'd done it right. Um, then I decided I wanted to help people. I did all the Tony Robbins. I was like, I want to make an impact. I want to actually impact other people, not just sell me too products online, which isn't, there's no problem with that. It's just, I wasn't really fulfilled by it after three or four years of it. So I started this agency and then from the agency, I realized that, you know, not every product can be successful on Amazon, especially when you're dealing with people who already have products and they want to try and make it fit into the Amazon ecosystem. But I talked to maybe 500 sellers when I was uh, growing this business and uh, building the sales system and everyone hated with dealing with Amazon seller support. Everyone was like, I love Amazon, but I keep going around in circles and it's wasting my time and I'm losing all my hair. And um, I hate dealing with Amazon seller support. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I was like, okay, let's stop doing this full service stuff. Let's just take the scope down. And all we do is we provide expert outcome-driven assistance, um, kind of the intersection between experts and assistants who can work through a platform, be totally self-managed once you've given them an outcome and do anything technical in the back end of Amazon. So not strategy, not PPC, not full service, just Oh, I'd like you to figure out why Amazon's spending my product and get rid of and sort it out. 
or create flat files or update things or take this case and run with it and basically do all of the stuff which is going around Amazon and um, taking the pain away from your morning of checking your phone and going, oh, no, Amazon suspended something. What do I do now? I love it. I love it. So um, obviously, uh, Seth and I have been in the game for a long time, so we've had a lot of these same aha moments that you're talking about here. So it's nice. I'm, I'm kind of giggling to myself, John, because it's nice to know that I'm not alone out there. Although there are agencies like you and, and Seller Candy who know how to take the hurt or the pain or the sting out of growing an Amazon business. Amazon takes a lot of the pain, you know, because mm. they're taking care of fulfillment and customer service and processing and returns. You know, back in the old days, we did all that ourselves. We didn't even have the internet. So it's nice that you're uh, taking a lot of the sting out of that. So I want you to, to answer this. Who is a good candidate to use Seller Candy? Um, a good candidate is someone who's doing, who's already got a successful Amazon business. I mean, by successful, I mean doing more than, say, 25000 US dollars a month, um, either scaling up or has a lot of problems. Um, and in general, just wants to start building their team. Usually they haven't got many team members. Now packages start at you know $597 a month on the website, and that's enough for most people to get started. So somebody who's doing enough revenue to support us, and then we're going to make your life easier, basically. we Anyone who's making money on Amazon will make your life easier. Okay. So who, um, if, if you don't mind, can you talk about a case study, maybe something that happened once someone started using your agency and how you mm -hmm. did a turnaround, either good or, or a war story or something around there? Um, I mean, there's, there's a good one. Um, one of the big aggregators was buying one of our clients' businesses. So they were going through the uh, due deal process and her SKU got taken down. And they said, you know, we've got an amazing operations team. We we can fix it for you and then we'll buy your business. But then three weeks pass, four weeks pass, five weeks pass. And, you know, and she can feel the money like, slipping away. <laughs> um, so reached, she reached out to us and we said, okay, we think we can deal with this. Um, it, was a, it was actually a very complex issue, but it was only something that just needed time and effort and energy put into it. Um, so a suspended issue had a couple of different departments suspending it for two different reasons. So we spent another, I think we spent about 10 days on it, um, fixed it, um, got the product back up. And then, um, then two weeks passed, it went down again for a different reason. <laughs> we got it back up again. And then she sold a business, I think for about $3 million. So that's wow. our best testimonial because she says in the testimonial, seller candy made me millions of dollars. Wow. And way she paid us it. like a thousand bucks. <laughs> so, I mean, not, not the best <laughs> business decision for us, but, um, she had a, uh, a great ROI on our services. I love that. You have to, uh, to repurpose that uh, testimonial everywhere you can, right? They're hard to come by. Yeah. Um, so, uh, John, tell me this then basically you must have a huge team. So how big is the team at seller candy? Um, so the team is now around 70 people. Um, because we, wow. the way we work is we have our own portal. You said 70, so, seven, zero, right? 70, seven, zero, because we're, an assistant-based system. So what we do is we hire people directly out of Amazon, usually. So from Amazon's old support team, who's been trained pre-2019. So before Amazon just started systemizing everything and they were actually training people how to fix stuff. Um, we then plug them into our system. We have our own portal. Our clients just log in, log their outcomes, and their agent gets back to them in a much more proactive, happy, you know, useful way than Amazon's templated responses. Okay. Um, and the really cool thing, well, for me and for our, you know, for our team is that I met 30 of them two weeks ago for the first time ever, because I'd never personally met 90% of our team. And we just flew to the Philippines, 
had like a nice little lunch meeting, did some training. It was really cool. Okay. Some of them. Fair enough. So that, that is a massive team. That's what it sounds like. If you can move the needle like you are, you have to have a great team. Uh, we also have a lot of, uh, of team members and, and employees in the Philippines. Love the culture and love the work ethic over there. So, uh, John, is there is there any way that Amazon sellers out there can get assistance from Seller Candy, but also take action themselves so that they can learn more about Amazon operations? Yeah, so... We've been growing a lot in the last couple of years. So, you know, we went from zero, well, two and a half years, went from zero to 70 people, 250 clients, like we've been scaling. Um, and what we realized was that not everyone's ready yet to to have seller candy support them. You know, they're not got to the 25K a month or they, they want to solve things for themselves. So we're running a beta right now for a support service like Amazon, but we can just tell you how to get things solved. And we're calling it uh, Ask Seller Candy just to make it simple. Um, what that means is basically you can sign up for an account and just ask our team a question. And rather than us going into your account and fixing it and sorting it, obviously on the back end, we'll tell you, we can sort this for you if you want, uh, but we will uh, tell you how to fix the problem. And it's going into beta then next week. So literally just starting. So if you want to get ahead and give it a go, if you go to sellercandy.com slash ask, then I think you. I think what we're doing is the first uh, six months free, and you can answer up wow. to two questions a month. And then if you want to upgrade from there, you, we can upgrade from there. But get on it while it's free. Pre-register now, and um, yeah, I mean you'll get amazing answers from our team. Okay, we're going to share that URL in a moment before we transition to the fun part of the show as we close. But let me uh, pause one second for station identity. Hey there, it's Sean Hart. If you found the information on the post-purchase podcast useful and impactful for your business. Do us a favor and your colleagues a favor. Share this, like us, and let others know how to find us on your social channels. We sure appreciate you. Now let's get back to the show. Thank you. I love it. So sellercandy.com slash ask. We're going to leave that up there for a moment. If you uh, have any questions at all and uh, you want to engage with John and his amazing agency and a team of 70, that's ridiculous. Congratulations. Hats off to you. So um, I seem to self-destruct when I get around 30 people. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, I mean, now, it's, now it's the middle management, the operations people that aren't me. You know, I am not a manager of 70 people, <laughs> but we have amazing, amazing um, managers. And I just, we just got an amazing COO who's scaled from zero to 200 and they just exited to a billion dollar business in the UK. So wow. he's the guy running the team, not me. That's amazing. All right. So you've been a uh, lifelong entrepreneur, it seems like, after you uh, recovered from your engineering uh, background. <laughs> so what is your all-time favorite business book? Oh, I didn't prepare for that one. I wonder, <laughs> where's my all-time favorite business book? I mean, The E-Myth's a nice book. I'm just trying to think if there's anything that's really impactful. I mean, of all the books I listened to last year, this might not be my favorite business book, but I really liked The Surrender Experiment. Have you read it with Michael Singer? I have not. Um, it's kind of like a, a mixture of spirituality and it's a spiritual business book. Is it? Um, yeah, is it? Um, it's interesting because he's like, um, he's like, just goes, flows through life, taking advantage of all these opportunities, working super hard. And then he founded like microsystems or something like that. Okay like $300 million company and just while living on a like spiritual retreat center in the mountains in the U S somewhere. Um, really, really interesting guy. 
Wow. And I really liked it. Very interesting. So the surrender experiment. Okay. We'll push that out there. So I'm sure they can find that on Amazon. And the last fun question, we're in business to make money. Some of us just have a hobby of, of selling things on Amazon, but most of us are trying to move the needle financially and try to gain a little more independence and freedom, right? So what's something that you have purchased, John, in the last 12 months that some may consider as a splurge, but you don't regret it? Oh, my office. Your office. <laughs> Tell us about so, your um, I just moved into a new well, and my house. So I'd always, you know, I've done the entrepreneurship thing, saving money, reinvesting it, growing. And I just realized like, you know, actually I've done all right over the last few years. Let's actually have a nicer place to live and have a nice, nice space to work and, uh, and, and work basically. So I can send you a picture later if you want, but I basically, <laughs> we got like a, a small villa in Vietnam and I got one of the rooms and I turned it into what looks like, like an English kind of like very dark green office with a Chesterfield sofa and like really nice surround surrounding. I just love spending time in here, you know? Wow. Sounds amazing. Um, I, uh, as well, I have many offices because I travel. My wife actually mm -hmm. delivered me uh, breakfast as we were interviewing, but this is a tiny 12 by 16 office that's out on the front of my property. It's my studio. Um, mm -hmm. So as long as we have high speed internet, good, uh, good lighting and, and good, acoustics where uh, we can we can produce right we can produce content so oh, I love it. find out more about seller candy by going to www.sellercandy.com slash ask and you can engage john and his team and uh, and find out more about what they're doing over there so before we leave john anything else any message you want to get out there any uh, final words of wisdom for those watching the stream or listening later on the podcast um well wisdom or the only wisdom i can share is what i've is my life experience and just keep going. You know, I don't know anyone that hasn't tried for a year, two years, three years, five years, and had some level of success of what they wanted to achieve. You know, if you keep trying, you will always get there eventually. So persistence, don't give up, keep swinging, right? <laughs> yeah, keep swinging. I love it. You might miss 99.9% .9 of them, but you swing a thousand times, then you get one out of the park. You're absolutely right. Thank you so much, John, for taking the time out of your day to share with our audience. And I appreciate you. We'll, we'll put all the uh, links in the show notes on the podcast. And John, thanks a lot, buddy. Keep up the good work and congratulations on your amazing business. Cool. Thank you. Thanks, Sean. Thanks for having me on. All right. Take care, man.